When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast, Scary, scary stories, stories to Tell on the pod. pod. It is a podcast all about scary stories, urban legends, or just spooky little things you tell us about. And uh, here we sit with fiance and husband of the pod and various animals. Yes. What a nice, cozy time. It's a nice, cozy time. Chris has been given a Claritin for his cat allergy. That's true. He's doing How, much better. Is it doing okay? It's doing its job. Yep. And... Um, and Lois, the dog, has stepped on Chris's balls approximately two times. And is now pushing with her, her left hand onto his breast. <laughs> She's just exploring. Chris, you can't move yeah. Her right oh, I imagine. He loves it. Uh, She's trying so hard to stomp. Her ear just turned inside out while stomping. It's not a smart dog. <laughs> Anna, know? I was thinking because last episode we were in, we were in peak chatty form. Peak chat. This episode, what if I just jump right in with this scary story? I think everyone would appreciate that. Uh, this is this is something for those guys out there who are like, get to the scares. Here they well, are. Here's the scare baby. Um, this <laughs> the is scare a, baby. Here's the scare baby. Yeah. Oh. Um. <laughs> Boo boo gaga. <laughs> something like that. Andrew, get to the goo goo ga ghost. Anyway. <laughs> um. This is another another renowned book from the late 80s, early 90s that was part of my childhood. It is called Short and Shivery. Um, and this, these are stories retold by Robert D. Sansusi and illustrated, Anna, get this, two female illustrators, <gasps> Short and Shiver She, you know what I mean? Um, no. Catherine Covill and Jacqueline Rogers. And I really do love the illustrations in this book. And this story that I'm about to read has a very good one that I want to talk about. I'm so excited. Um, I cannot believe we've never covered this story before. I'm very excited to be doing it. Here we go. Because that story is called Tailypo. <gasps> Tailypo. Tailypo, the classic. Oh, I'm scared. Not so very long ago, an old man lived by himself in the backwoods of West Virginia. He had a log cabin with a single room that held a stove, a bed, a table, a chair, a big open fireplace built of field stone, and three dogs named You Know, I Know, and Comptico Calico. Normal. Yep. This is what I call the dogs anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Never their own names. One night, the man sat eating a plate full of beans and bread and regretting that he hadn't been able to catch a single fish in the lake behind his cabin or bag a single possum or deer for his supper. He was startled to look across the table and see the strangest creature he'd ever seen sitting on its haunches in the far corner of the room, staring at him. Ooh. It had jaws like a weasel, ears like a fox, piercing yellow eyes like an owl, a monkey's body, and was covered in bright red fur. But mainly, 
It had a huge, long tail that coiled around and around it the way a rattler coils on itself before it strikes. What the? cried the man. How'd you get in here? (laughs) He grabbed his carving knife from beside the loaf of bread and went after the animal. The thing gave a screech like nothing the man had ever heard before. Then it scrambled out through a chink between two of the cabin's logs. But it wasn't quick enough. With a single slice, the man cut the creature's tail off while the rest of the animal scampered away into the woods. The man walked back to the table and stretched out the tail, marveling at its length. After a few minutes, he decided that meat was meat, and that was what he was hungry for right now. So he cooked up that tail, found it tasted a little like rabbit, and ate it all in one sitting. After that, he plugged up the hole between the logs, went to bed, and soon was fast asleep. He hadn't been asleep very long when he heard something scratching at the door, just like a cat. Pretty soon, he heard it hiss. Taily po taily po give me back my taily po Now, truly, something. Lois, Lois has been awakened by this story. Lois was a s- sort of on Chris's lap, and as soon as you started saying taily po she now jumped up and is wedged. like... She is loving this. Losing her mind. Lois, stop reacting to Taylor Poe. <laughs> Bad dog. Oh, yeah, she doesn't like when people do voices because oh, she, oh she thinks God, there's a new person this. in the room. He hadn't been asleep very long when he heard something scratching at the door just like a cat. Pretty soon, he heard it call, Taylor Poe, Taylor Poe, give me back my Taylor Poe. The old man called his three dogs under the house. Come, you know, come, I know, come, come to go calico. He whistled for them and they came charging out and chased the creature back far into the woods. And then the dogs came back. When the man saw this, he cursed a blue streak and he sent the dogs to sleep under the floorboards and went back to bed himself. Under the floorboards? I guess because they, they slept under the house, but still weird. Okay. Yeah. Like a crawl space? Hmm. A short time later. He heard that same clawing at the front door as the creature tried to get in. Then he heard it call through the crack in the door. Taily Poe, Taily Poe, give me back my Taily Poe. Once again, the man whistled for his dogs. Come, you know, come, I know, come, come, Chico Calico. And they chased the creature all the way back down the road, snapping so close behind it that if it still had a tail, it would have lost it to the hounds. The man heard the dogs giving chase. And later, they came back. Again, the man cursed loudly. And this time, he had the dog sleep at the foot of his bed. He's a little scared. Wow. Something has changed. These are under the house dogs that he's putting on the bed. (laughs) In the smallest hours of the morning, he heard something scrabbling at the window like a night bird trying to get in. Then, the cracked glass through the... Then, through the cracked glass, he heard, Taily po, Taily po. Give me back my taily po. Quick as he could, he flung the cabin door open and sent his dogs out into the night. Come, you know, come, I know, come, come to go calico. And he heard the dogs charging around the corner of the cabin and heard the creatures screeching and scrambling away. After that, things were pretty quiet. But the dogs never returned. The man stayed awake a long time listening, but he heard nothing more. Finally, just before dawn, he fell asleep. But he woke up a few minutes later. He was sure he'd heard something in his room. He looked into the far corner and saw the patch he'd put the hole over was gone. Mm. Then he heard something scrabbling up the foot of his bed. 
A minute later, he saw a fox's ears, a weasel's jaws, two huge yellow owl eyes looking at him. He tried calling for his dogs. Come, you know, come, I know, come, come to go calico. But they wouldn't come. He was too frightened to climb out of bed. He just kept staring while the red monkey-like creature crept closer and closer. Taily-po, taily-po, it growled. Give me back my taily-po. But, 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 the man stuttered. I, I haven't got your taily-po. Then the horrible creature, which was by then sitting on the man's knee, snarled and said, Oh, yes, you have. It jumped on the man's chest and scratched him all to pieces. Ah. There are those that say the creature got its taily po back that night, and some say it didn't. But the fact is, while the folks in town found the old man's dogs, you know and I know and come to Cocalico, shaking outside the cabin, that man was never seen again in West Virginia or anywhere else. But... Sometimes, in the early hours of the morning, folks say you can hear the whisper, Taily po Taily po now I've got my Taily po The end. The end. And let me see the drawing. I want to show you this drawing, because this dog oh. bears the remarkable energy of... My brother-in-law's sister-in-law's dog, Flutie. <laughs> it if, looks like Flutie. If you are holding, if you are holding a baby carrot in front of Flutie's face, this is the exact <laughs> image. This is the face that Flutie was making in his Halloween costume photo that I saw, where he's dressed as Eeyore. <laughs> yes, yes. He's making a face like he has yellow eyes. That is true, and and a monkey's body, one might say, and a monkey's body. So, yeah, this isn't what I was picturing from Taylor Poe. I was picturing sort of like a nice lemur. Oh, this is yeah. a, like a scary, angry wo- fox. Yeah. I But I wouldn't eat this thing's tail. No, 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 no. I don't know what this thing's eating. It feels like no. it would have a kind of a scraggly tail. Not enough meat to be worth the, the fire you're putting together yeah. to cook a- it. And what's weird is so there are so many different versions of this story. Um, it comes from Appalachia, and in particular, Tennessee and West Virginia is where the earliest roots of the story can be found. It has elements of a famous Mark Twain story called the golden arm, um, mm. which ha- which is kind of like the big toe or like yes. clinkety clink uh, yeah, from liver. stories we've covered in the past. Oh, and the liver, of course. Um, just delicious, just delicious. But what's interesting about this, because how I know this story is that my grandma, Betsy um, famously minored in theater and her like final project in theater was, memorizing this story in an Appalachian accent oh. and she would tell it in an Appalachian accent. Could you, which it, I, I don't think I can even do, but it's like it, it, the like, come, you know, come, I know, come, come to go Calico. Like it was this like, um, kind of animatronic, like haunted mine character like that. That's oh, the, very okay, much the vibe yeah. of what it <laughs> yeah. was. Um, and, I, I was so riveted by it and it terrified me so much. And when she was in her early nineties, we have a video recording of her telling it to uh, my nieces and nephews when they were very young. And she was so worried that one of them, uh, one of the older ones would be scared, but that we weren't even paying attention to Owen who was a little baby. And we didn't even think was, was paying attention. And then at the end, there would be like a jump scare um, where her version, instead of getting clawed to pieces, the old man says, take it. And he like throws the tail back. Um, and it 
made Owen scream so loud. I've just oh. never heard of a baby like getting lured into a story so far. <laughs> it was real for him. It was very real for him. Um, but the weird quality of this one is, I thought the whole idea of the man was that he was supposed to have no food whatsoever. In this version, he's eating beans and bread. He doesn't need to eat the tail. Beans and bread is, that's half the battle. <laughs> beans and bread is half, half the battle. The battle. That was, we should be better at fishing. That sounds like an ad for war bonds. Yeah. Beans and bread are half the battle. Stop wearing lipstick. Give your panties to the war effort or whatever. <laughs> so, Anna, had you heard this story before? No. You've not heard Tailey Poe. Um, I feel like maybe I had heard it at some point, but I don't remember hearing it. Wow. Like, I really thought that there was going to be payoff for the dog's names being, you know, yeah, I know, and come com- to go Calico. Right. No. It's I just was a like, fun oh, thing it's not going to be like a funny sound alike thing. No, I wish. It would be nice if that came. The the other the other um, thing that happened to us with the story is our niece Elise loved it very much, and she asked Chris to read it to her. But our sister in law was like, "Oh, there's a part in the book where she's very scared, so just make up something when you get to that part." And Which part? Uh, the part when he gets scratched all the pieces. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And seeing Chris, <laughs> seeing Chris truly like, okay, I'm improvising, and that is going to be okay. And, <laughs> Uh, this child's psyche is in my hands and time to not cause any damage. You did okay, though. What did you say? I think you asked me to, you were like, and then Uncle Andy will tell you what happens on this bail. page. He bailed. <laughs> he Listen, Chris can fix things and play piano. Yeah, oh I have no God. other practical skills other than to improvise a uh, an age-appropriate scary thing for Which, a kid. That's a good lesson. You don't have to do something just because someone tells you to. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, but the other funny thing about Appalachian scary stories is that there are so many of them. Um, and it's because, um, as I read in the appendix here and in some other research about uh, Appalachian folklore, it is this melting pot of um, uh, like b- weirdly like old Cajun folklore, which stems from like European folklore and also Irish folklore and also um, African-American folklore. And so it like becomes this sort of like um, amazing combination of like the strengths of each storytelling culture. And this one, I feel like became famous because Taylor Poe is a very strange term to use. Uh, And the repetitiousness of it makes it easy for children to remember so that they can tell it to each other. It's why, like Max Martin is a genius of pop music. Yeah. It's the repetition. Yeah. That's yeah. what that's what we want in we the lizard part of We want to hear it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um and Anna, we were just talking about another Appalachian folksy thing that came up on TikTok of all places. Um so this is something that came up. Yeah, so something we like to do at Andrew's house after we watch a scary movie is we um our friend Spencer Novick will airplay his phone to the tv and show us tiktok which <laughs> it does feel like we're destroying our own um Lively. industry yeah but yeah so uh there is a a tiktok that just popped up about the appalachian hay yes h-e-y h-e-y um and i think i'm just gonna let this woman say it this is morgan lambert on tiktok that's right, we're young. We've been here for a long time. 
Or even if you've been on the spooky side of TikTok within the past few years, you've probably seen the video that I'm about to show you. Last year, I decided to go on my family's haunted farm by myself while my husband was working. As she, <laughs> sorry. So as she's saying about her husband's haunted farm, a black cat jumps off. Like it looks like it falls from the ceiling, but it jumps <laughs> off the top of kitchen cabinets. The tone also. Last, it's, I was looking at my husband's haunted farm. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so great. My family's haunted farm by myself. <laughs> was working because i wanted to get some footage of the area for you guys i was trying to film an intro in case i caught anything spooky so that i could just like make it into a video and i caught something spooky while making the intro something creepy happened the first time i tried to refilm it and then something even creepier happened this is actually the time that i caught the thing that mimics my husband on camera and i feel like that kind of took the spotlight and the fact that i actually caught something in appalachia saying hey on camera wasn't really talked about as much as that figure which i get but like catching that infamous hey that is heard in the woods here is insane now i'm about to play the video um just listen closely it sounds almost human like everyone says it does here just something is a bit off I'm at my family's haunted farm. I was gonna come explore with my husband today, but he couldn't get off from work because he's boring, so that I bring you guys. Okay, so what is the spooky season comes around? I'll see a lot of Ozarkians and Appalachians talking about the infamous hey. Basically, you'll be alone in the deep woods, and then out of nowhere, you'll hear a hey, just like a hushed human voice. But you can't. Um, this is Pawns or Kings on TikTok, Great. which is basically a book. <laughs> can't find a person anywhere, and it sounds almost like a person, but almost kind of robotic as well. Now, as an Ozarkian myself, who makes spooky gothic country music for a living, I'm pretty invested in spooky stuff. <laughs> and there's a lot of stuff that goes on in those woods that I can't explain, but this is one of them that I actually can. Y'all are hearing ravens. And I know your meemaw has some airtight argument for how it can't be ravens because of the such and the such and the thing and the thing, but come on, y'all, this is not the thing that we need to die on. There's so much spooky stuff going out here this doesn't need to be the thing just listen to this oh this is a raven a video of a raven come on come on and the thing is ravens don't even have to hear people in order to copy their voices they actually teach each other to make those sounds mm -mm. and so you'll hear different voices depending on which ravens heard it from who and then they teach each other and it changes a little bit each time that they teach each other the craziest thing is ravens are so smart they recognize that that hey is how you talk to people so they're most likely <gasps> doing it at you because they know that you're a person but if you don't want to take my word for it and you want to keep ghost hunting out in them hills, well, at least you're going to need a song to help you along the way. So here's oh. one. Oh, well. No. I'm not thank helping you. you with thank you music. for that. We support it. And I, also, that's not what the podcast is about. That's not what we're doing. Um, I love this. So, yeah, I, I don't think I gave a good intro to it, but the Appalachian Hay is the, the kind of ghost that I love, which is impossible to explain. Yes. Uh, it's just something that says hey in the Appalachian Mountains. And sometimes it sounds like someone you know or someone you're with. Ugh. Um, but 
what I love about this, like you'd think that it would be completely demystifying to be like, oh no, it's just ravens. But what's what's ghosty about it is Oh, tell me, this is good. That because they're teaching it to each other, the this like this these sounds, that hay could be from someone like a hundred years ago. Like they've been teaching each other this mm. hay for so long. And it could be a hay that they have just heard, or it could be like a long line of hays. And the oral tradition amongst ravens is a ghost. It is. Isn't that scary? It's really scary. And they know that that's how to talk to us. That's why we hear it all the time. That is why we hear it all the time. That's, it's really, sp- I don't, hey. you pointed that out. It's yeah. very spooky. They, ravens are super smart. They understand trade. The, we all within the last six months have been told the thing about ravens give gifts and have people that they hate. Yeah. We all had to know that. I know. And I think it's great. I do too. I'm glad that they have a rich inner life. Yeah. I. But I also know a lot of people like our friend Sydney Battle is making oh, friends with crows on her yes, block. Yes. I love that. A lot of people. There are people on my block who put out cat food just for all the animals, which no, I think is. I want to be specific. No. Yeah. Like, because yeah. I saw like a squirrel sitting side by side with a raven eating cat food. And I was like, <laughs> this is a tolerance poster. But um <laughs> It just, no, like, I want you to put out a shiny thing for a raven specifically. I mean, the the other thing about, like, the other thing that's that's creepy about this is that it is believable, right? Like, there is a, there is a rational explanation for it. It still creeps us out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so wild that it's always hay. It's always hay. Yes. Like, that's, but... Isn't that indicative of who we are as a species where like the thing that ravens know about us is like, like, oh, those are the things that say, hey, (laughs) hey, here's my impression of you. Hey. Hey. (laughs) And it is like, I do say that. (laughs) That's true. And I bet I say that in the woods. Hard to be read by a bird. Also, because isn't that what people say when there's a bear around? You go like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Hey, bear. I think what's scary specifically about the two haze that we've heard in uh, on TikTok is that they're not urgent haze. They're like, hey, hey. Yeah, it's it just wants to chat, which is much scarier. Do you think, Anna, that it's maybe what it's mimicking is people trying to lure it with stuff? Hey. hey, hey. Or like they see a raven, they're like, hey. Oh my gosh, hey. And then they're just being friendly back and we're like, it's Ooh. a ghost from hell. Yeah, and we're like, oh yeah, that's the thing that's a word. <laughs> and the bird's like, okay. Appalachian, the I mean, the Appalachian Trail is like notoriously very scary um, because people hike it all the time, and very often people get lost or <sighs> they're by themselves. For me, hiking a trail that goes through multiple states is the same as going to outer space. In that, I hope <laughs> the only way I would do that is if I tried really hard. But I still catch myself being like, I hope I don't have to do that. I want nature that's close to me being able to hide behind a locked door. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't mind being in nature as long as I can be like, oh, I need to run. As long as you can go away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, that mosquito oh, is coming for skeeter. you. Friggin' skeeter. Um, it heard nature and it was like, hey. There's, hey. Um, We also watched that mountain lion video that is the most oh. chilling thing I've ever seen where the guy is walking backwards away from a mountain lion, I think for eight minutes. For s- almost seven minutes. And, it is and the, relentless. And the mountain lion keeps trying to do this thing to make him run away so that it can jump on him. So his back is turned and he's not taking that bait, which I admire his fortitude. 
Yeah, the mountain lion like throws his feet up and slams the ground, making it look like he's sprinting at him when yes. he's not. And it that's the automatic cat food feeder. Oh my god, I was about to okay, scared. This is, it's all ending right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um but Oh, but yeah, it's to get you to turn your back so that it can take you down. It's nuts that that when animals want to kill us. <laughs> But they don't want to expend any more energy than we're worth. No. I mean, I guess it is like it It makes me feel some simpatico with them where it's like, I also want food with the lowest amount of <laughs> output possible. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not going to like anytime it's like chop up a shallot. I'm like, well, I guess that's what I'm doing today. If I could put Anna food in a dispenser and have it come out at certain <laughs> times every day, that would be great. I, I don't know why when I heard the sound of cat food getting rotated into a dish, my first thought was ghost faces here and he's coming to kill us. He's not, not, he's not, not ghost faces. Ghost faces. Usually two people, you know, that's true. If the movie proves anything. What, what would it take? You would never go hike. You would never hike the Appalachian trail. I just don't want to. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. If, I would I would spend a day on it. If Jason, if like the person I was with who is Jason, who I love more <laughs> than anything in the world, said this is something I have to do and I really want you to be there with me, I would do it. Mm-hmm. And I'd be excited because I would be doing a spooky thing with someone who at least really wants to be there. Sure. Um I don't want to be the reason why I'm there. I think that's I think that's a very sane approach to it. That like it's fine to go along if you're doing it for somebody else. Right. But if I'm going to, if I'm going to get killed by a ghost doing something, it wants to be in service to someone else. I don't want to be like, well, it was my idea. Yeah. When a ghost kills you, it's because you foolishly went to a place. Right. Exactly. And shouldn't have. Which thinking about Taylor Poe, what I've realized is why in this story for children, he has eaten beans and bread is it makes it more justifiable for him to be killed. Cause he wasn't hungry. Yeah. He was a little greedy. He was a little greedy. He wasn't starving. Yeah. There's morals here. Um, Anna, you know what we haven't done in a long time? Who would we cast? Oh, who would we cast? Oh, this is really good. I who's, mean, who's the old man who ate beans and bread? Well, it's funny because uh, the first person I thought of was Taylor Poe, and I was like, I guess Andy Circus. I don't know. Oh, my God. Or who's the new Andy Circus? Is it. Um, I think it's Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh my God. I know. I think it, I think Andy Serkis is Taylor Poe. Yeah. I think that's the only way this project's getting greenlit. He would direct it too. Oh yeah. I, th- th- that'd be a good movie from Taylor Poe's perspective. Yeah. That's really good. It's a redemption narrative. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's <John Wick. laughs> yeah. I was also thinking in like, if, um, in the musical form, like Janelle Monet as Taylor Poe, Whoa. and that each time the Taylor Poe, each time Taylor Poe would say Taylor Poe, Taylor Poe, give me back my Taylor Poe, it would be a different musical genre because she's so she she can do anything. She's a Camille. Um, she's That's Camille. So cool. What about, what about the old man? Old man. Yeah. What do you think? We we're just talking about Robert De Niro. Um, <sighs> do we? But we want to give in, to someone in terms of raw want. Yeah. Who was the farmer from? Uh, Babe. Oh, it's you um goddamn, it's Uncle Ewan from Everybody uh, knows. Succession. I know. Yeah, his name. it's it's fine. It's the, the we we that know it's guy. the farmer it's the farmer from, from Babe. That guy. Or you know what? Why not Glenn Close? Glenn Close, really good. Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch would love would really thrive in that in that role. Really um, good. And the three dogs, you know I know, come to Co Calico. Oh. 
I don't know. It feels hacked to say the Jonas Brothers. I don't know why that's where my head is going. I feel like that is, I feel like a musical group is the right answer. I think yeah. I could see um, Boy Genius. Sure. For sure doing that. Sure, sure, sure. Um, if this were a live, uh, a live NBC musical, I would maybe say um, <laughs> Hanson. They might bring back Hanson. Wow. And who would that be for? Is it, it's just us. It's us, unfortunately. It's us. We're the old. Moms. We're moms. moms. Yeah. Current moms. <laughs> That's, that's a, our that's our girl group. That really current moms. Current moms. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not a reveal where we're like young, cool, queer girls who live no, in LA. We're no, just no, no. current moms. Yeah, this is this is jeans with a patch on it. For sure, for yeah. sure. <laughs> um I'm glad we revisited that. It's been so long. Yeah, it felt really nice being read to. And our casting director uh muscle is really it's nice to exercise that again. It re- I agree with you. It's really nice. Anna, before we go, I think it's time for our favorite segment. Scary, scary ideas, ideas for things, things that, that could, could happen. happen. How do you feel? I would like to go first. Perfect. You are hang gliding over the coast of Portugal. <laughs> and you look down and you see a dark shape under the water. And think, wow, it's so cool. I can see a whale. And then the whale slaps you with his tail. (laughs) And you fly so hard into a dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) That That could could happen. happen. I've been reading about that happening. This does happen. Oh, whales scare me, Anna. I don't want to be around them. This is animal whore. This is animal whore. (laughs) Um, Okay, I think I've got one. Okay. The holidays are swift approaching and your office friends have put together a secret Santa and you get your assignment and you open it and you notice there's a drop of blood on it and you read in impeccable cursive ink that the person you've been assigned is Count Dracula (laughs) and you say, oh my God, I had him last year. That, that could, could happen. happen. Oh my God. What do you get for the vampire who has everything? Oh God damn. Panera gift card. Panera for him to gift give to card. Else? Yeah. And you tell him like, I hear that you can ask them to put half chili and half macaroni and cheese in a soup Whoa. thing. And people like it, I guess. Andrew, is that true? It's all over everywhere. People are always talking about how you can do that. <laughs> well, thank you. I didn't know that because I'm not a current mom. <laughs> I know. Well, I guess I'm not. I know. Well, th- this is how we learned that we're young and hip and we're not current moms. We're not. Because we don't know all the intel on Panera Bread. And the other thing that we have intel on. <laughs> Get, Get out. out. <laughs>